should talk to Trump's legal team. You should show the episode during court or something. They are special, aren't they? It is wild. I, I mean, saw that the the, the 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 way they're falling, it's like um, they're just flipping I, left, right, and they're all crying yeah. and oh yeah, acting yeah. as if they had no idea. You know, I, I think I had Couldn't posted see the on Twitter the trees. Yeah, <laughs> I posted on Twitter like the their their tears are smearing their smugness. Like, <laughs> did you really? Yeah, it's pretty like good. it's just. I mean, it's satisfying. Uh, but you know it's all a show. Well, I'm saying like it's satisfying to see them being held accountable. I guess. But it's but it's but you know almost like after watching that painkiller show. Have you? I don't know if I finished it, but I think I'm pretty close. If I haven't, Um, have you seen that at all? The the Purdue Pharma Sackler show. I think on maybe Netflix or something. Okay, it's a documentary. Not really. It's a loose. I, you know, I think there's a lot of dramatization going on, if that's a word. Um, yeah, that is. But like Matthew Broderick is in it, right? Okay. Like it's like actors. In oh, it. I see. Okay. Oh, so it is drama. It, it is. It is. They're they're reenacting. So. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Um, okay. It's not like an academic. Uh, yeah. It's or anything like that. Right. But, um, but you know, you you get these settlements or these payments being made out, um, and and in this case, I'm sure like you know people will get in trouble, but they're still loaded. These people are still like ultra wealthy. So like, what does it matter? Okay, you pay out $2 billion, but you still have 12. Are these or, the guys who are in charge of the, um, the like the, not Ozempic. The, no, the <laughs> Oxy. Like, uh, the Oxy, the, right. The these, yeah, these are the guys who were, who were basically leveled for, or at least the, the states came the out. The whole opioid them. epidemic, the whole thing. Yeah. it's But, it's, but the thing is, I mean, anytime... It, I almost wanted to do a. I had a story a while ago because I get annoyed with the settlement figures because the media goes crazy. They're like billion dollar. It's not. It's never even a billion dollars. It's usually like hundred million dollar settlement. And then you look up the company because they're publicly traded, and you can make out that they earned that in an hour. The settlement, while it seems big to everybody else, is like yeah, an no. Hour's that's what I mean. It's not it's, being on the market. It, the numbers are. You know, in comparison to what anyone comes into contact with, large. But when you take into context their personal wealth, the company right. annual revenue, like it, none of it matters. And a lot of these things are paid out over like a like I think oh, the one that one of the first settlements was like over a decade or something. Yeah, and they can like absorb that. Years. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I, I'm only bringing that up because then you have these lawyers who, all right, they're going to have a plea deal. I don't know if they'll get any jail time, maybe just, um, you it's know. Probation, most of Probation, probation. right? Well, and, and, then, and the last one that they, that like the, the one that every every news outlet seems to be covering, and I don't know, I don't, I'm not, you know, I'm not following it this closely, but uh, the one, <laughs> she's like crying, yeah. <laughs> reading her, yeah. her statement about, and, and the thing is, even in her statement, she wasn't taking accountability, which oh, is what I thought was more senior lawyer. <laughs> She was, like, she was basically doing the whole like the, like the Nazi trial thing. Where it was oh like, I was told to do this. Other people told me to do this. People I trusted told me to do it as if like you have I'm no guilty conscience. of being naive, basically. Right. Like, yeah. You're, you're, but you're super naive. You're, you're a well paid, high paid lawyer, uh, well versed in the legal system, manipulating the legal system. This is what you went to school for. But somehow you didn't realize that what you were saying about election fraud was invalid somehow somehow even though most people watching it from the outside knew what was what but you for some reason you educated person on the inside 
We're just told you were just told. I was just told what to do. I did. I, I was just following orders. Doing her job. Yeah. She literally, she gave the statement. Of, it was basically saying, "I look, Judge. I'm so sorry this happened. I was just following orders." It. And then the thing is, I mean, I don't know what her personal net wealth is, but she'll come out disbarred, maybe from this. She is disbarred. She is disbarred. I don't know. Is she? Is she? She said. Is that she good? Is she? Is, has she made enough money? Is she good? Oh, probably. Yeah. Probably. I mean, who knows what the legal fees are? But they always, all these people make their money. They make money back. They they have investments. It's not like they don't usually. I'm curious what will happen after this. Who who she'll be carrying water for? I never feel like you get that trading spaces. Remember the Eddie Murphy movie? You never get mm-hmm. that trading spaces moment. You never. It's not like you're walking down Times Square and there's like a Warren Buffett alike that is like homeless, and you're just like, holy crap, is that Warren Buffett? Is he is he homeless in the streets? Yeah. Like Randy and Mortimer. Exactly, you never off and get Mortimer that. Duke, I think. Duke. Yeah, what? Yeah, I saw. I can't. Yeah, I yeah. can't remember their names. But my point is, you never get that moment. You never get the moment where you're you some ex, someone does an expose on a former billionaire that is now wandering the streets because he's lost everything. That, yeah, that and then so, happens. but and it's it's interesting. I don't know if this is fair. You tell me. But I was thinking about this before. Yeah. Why aren't sentencing guidelines more geared towards a percentage of your of your like net wealth? versus versus two people can commit the same crime one person is a billionaire one person has a hundred thousand dollars to their name right and then it bankrupts that poor person and they are out and the penalty hits them so much harder Mm. than someone who has let's say a billion dollars a million dollars whatever i will say this i remember we were talking about this it was a past episode it was about the um it was some i think it was the pharma suits in texas where there's a cap so some states have caps where you you can't if, like if it's a civil trial, no matter what the jury awards at the end of the trial, there's just a state cap on what can be paid out. And so, if, we have if, that if, with medical expenses. That's weird. We have that with with with, with legal. <laughs> we have it. Yeah, with legal sentencing and yeah, stuff. But we don't have it with medical expenses. expenses. No, that'll yeah, just no. that'll just cripple you. Okay. Yeah. No. 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 You need that. That you need that uh, lung transplant. And uh, and I'm sorry that that's uh you're homeless half a billion dollars. <laughs> that there's the you're homeless and you owe us. Scalpel alone was twenty grand. Uh, have you ever looked at the itemized? I mean, people talk about this all the time. If if people are listening outside of America, like an ambulance ride, like a thousand dollars or something. Yes, it is. It's like five grand. Yeah. Jeez. The itemization of, I mean, there's so many stories of people who are don't have don't have insurance. They've like, they're you know they they've gotten some freak accident. They've literally lost an arm and they're begging people not to call the ambulance. They're just like, I can get an Uber. They're like, can you just tourniquet? I'll, I'll wait for the Uber. It's not that bad. It's like a Monty Python style. Oh my skin. God. It's that like, is a scratch. I'm like waiting scratch. for the Uber. It's just a scratch. It's a $40 ride to the hospital versus the $6,000 ride to the ambulance. I I'll, I'll risk it. I'd rather die than be leveled with medical debt. That is, you can't even declare bankruptcy. I don't think on that anymore medical debt i think it's like it's just non-dispersible but anyway that's I mean, crazy i could be speaking out of turn and we're all over the place now yeah <laughs> we're all right like, we're like way let's out bring it there. back in let's bring we're it back way in. out there so i got i, I got I, I, I know got, you have a you have a big thing i was gonna bring i don't actually in. i'm not doing the big thing i'm doing actually a light oh. a light thing but so oh okay you, you okay that's why i was gonna i was trying to jump in you know like hopscotch style i was trying to jump in before you went on your big oh, thing go ahead, I'm, I'm gonna jump in now because i mean yeah, I, I was already starting it uh the First of all, we had a really cool comment. Did you see that comment on the last video for um, for Jim Jordan? And what was it? 
I'm, I'm sorry if I'm pronouncing it wrong. Little Lou, Louis Katz. Did you see her? Lady. I think I think I, I see all the comments. So yeah, I yeah. Well, I, I just love it. She said she was like, "Love it." You forgot Jim Jordan. Mm -hmm. She wrote Jim, and I yeah. was like, "Wow, you've never really seen that." that. That's well, we missed that. I didn't miss it. I, I intentionally didn't do it. Oh wow! Well, that was a missed opportunity. Thanks, thanks for pointing that out. Lip no, I yeah, I, I everyone does it. it it's very well, common. I, didn't, I mean, I just well, I just was a surprise. I mean, we were, I was coming up with all sorts of things, and I we didn't do the, the thing gym. is. GYM, by the way, I'm reading it. So it's Jim GYM. Yes, GYM, Jim Jordan, and it's referencing his time as an assistant wrestling coach at, I think, Ohio State University. We covered it in the last episode. And obviously, wrestlers are in the gym. So that's what it's talking about. Um, I didn't, I, I, I intentionally didn't put it in. One, I don't know how many people search for that. Um, that makes and sense. that is, it is a slight against him. And, yeah, I, what we did in that episode was highlight context and accusations, but that is more of a definitive, like, you're guilty type thing. So I, I just decided not to go that route. Okay. But, All right, that makes sense. Well, I just wanted to bring it up because, I was, you know, I, a, I love it with the engagement. I love engagement, so keep it coming. I thought that was really – it was a good good comment. Love it. Yeah. I just wanted to shout yeah. that out. The other thing I was going to say is I was going to – I thought this episode, I was like, All right, so last time we did Jim – now we're going to be all about Tom Emmer. And so I, I was going to text you when the, like the story broke is like Tom Emmer is going to be the house speaker. And then like within what, 44 seconds, uh, he, he, he dropped out. So I guess yeah, there's just no point. There's no point in even talking about anybody at this point. And I'd be, yeah, I'm, he, I'm he, lasted, he lasted about like what, like a 10th of a Scaramucci. <laughs> Yeah, 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 it's a good one. And they're saying, I mean, I, I, I don't want to believe this. I don't want to believe that Trump, by Trump coming against him, the party was like, no, you can't be the speaker. I don't want to believe that he has that much sway over the party to this day. Are that you would kidding? Be, uh... Are you kidding? Well, I don't. The whole I mean... party was against him in the beginning, and he steamrolled them all. Yeah, I know. He well, made know fun that, of their but... wives. Oh, yeah. I mean, he, their he took physical appearances. Oh, he poor. belittled everyone on national television. Poor what's and his they name? all kissed his ring. What was his name? Christy? Christy the dinner? He the, took the, Christy well, out to dinner before. Mitt Romney, Mitt Romney. Um, he made kiss his ring at a steak dinner for the chance of being like, I don't know, Secretary of State or something. Yeah, yeah, something Didn't like get that. it. Yeah. He the little Marco stuff. Who was it? Ted Cruz's wife he like oh, railed yeah, against. He railed into her, yeah. Um Ah, and all these people, all these people just sucked up to him after that and still do. Oh, my God, do they still do it? Um, well, I mean, it's 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 crazy. You don't believe that he has that power? Look, well, I just know, I just figured that the look house at Lindsey Graham on January 6th and then compared <laughs> to January 7th. I mean, my God, I just cannot believe a man standing trial right now was able to have that much influence to oust a speaker in the house. He's not even in the government. The man is not even in the government. They go to Mar-a-Lago. They go there mm. to receive orders, I can only assume. Must be. Must be. And, uh, the, the other thing I was going to say about the trial is that you were, I was hoping, at least you're hoping, that it becomes sort of a warning. Like it's, uh, Here's the thing. This is what I, I, I'm hoping this is what's happening. I'm hoping that the Justice Department is going after this, A, because it's the right thing to do legally, but mostly just to have all the people that were around him see 
that this man will not defend you and he will not come to your aid. So it's like he will leave you out to dry. He is only in it for himself to, as sort of like a, well, he hangs over the pardons, right? That's his thing. He's not going to do any. He can't do anything now, but he'll pardon. Oh, oh but he'll pardon everybody when he gets in. You think really? Is that really the plan? Well, I guess only on federal charges, right? The state uh, thing is a RICO case, right? Yeah, that's right. State level, state, so he can't do anything. RICO, yeah, so he can't. He can't help these people. So all they're they're all just going down the river. And this man is just like you know what? Every man for himself. And that, that's what I'm hoping. I'm hoping that the other people see that that's how that's the kind of person he is. And there's no point in defending him or bringing him back into the fold. But I guess that's just not, that's I mean, not that's how people the, are viewing it. I mean, that is the sadder version of that. The other version is you did illegal stuff. You all did illegal stuff for this person right. and you got caught. Yeah. Everyone should stop doing illegal things. That's what you want. Oh, okay. Not that, oh, he's not going to bail me out. All right. I'm not going to support him anymore. I'm, I'm going with the I more was going to do the illegal stuff still, but I'm not going to do <laughs> it anymore. I'm going with the more cynical ride on this and that I feel like it's more of a don't touch this man if he is toxic and that he will not if you do do the because here's the thing. I feel like the illegal stuff is going to happen. So it's it's better to just say you can't do the illegal stuff for this guy because he's 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 not he's not the godfather. Like he's, he's not going to hold you. He's not going to he's he's not going to come to your aid. He's not going to. He's not going to do anything for you, basically. You're just going to slide down the river, uh, and you're going to go down the river until you, yeah. Yeah, I was going to say he's he's like the the Midas touch, but with prison. <laughs> um, instead of turning to gold, you're going to go to prison. <laughs> that's what that's the hope. That's what I'm hoping. I was hoping that he would be seen as prison Midas. That that's yeah. kind of what I was going. That's what I'm, that's what I'm that's what I'm edging out right now. But uh, based on what you're saying, that's not going to be the case. So. I mean, everyone's going to prison. Um, well, probation, mostly. Yeah, I, well, yeah, you're right, you're right. So everyone's getting um, prosecuted. I mean, yeah, but they're getting prosecuted. Better way to say it, is prosecuted, yeah, yeah. lose their livelihood, so now they're going to have to rebuild themselves in some way, which I'm sure someone will give them a book deal. Mm -hmm. But um, speaking engagements, God knows what. You, Yeah, you, you hope that this is a deterrent there are always opportunistic people i mean i don't see this dissuading people like the roger stones of the world or whatever you would consider rudy giuliani to be at this point but um you hope that the competent people will steer clear the people that have a life worth living still um and then if he attracts the worst of the worst that will do his bidding and say whatever he wants hopefully they're not competent enough to actually fulfill the function that they're hired for i don't know i got nothing else because he still does have people doing stuff for him um rudy giuliani's still staying strong yeah well i mean i think he's got his own problems i'm not gonna oust yeah. him but uh i've heard, well, I've heard that's the thing is they, they all have problems they all seem to have some problems um <laughs> well some more than others some more than others some people's problems is that they just want money and power uh i i, I think rudy might actually have like a I, I, I saw a report. I mean, they were saying that he he might actually have some addiction issues, and um, that yeah, might be coming into play with some of the things that he's doing. So I don't know. Yeah, I, everyone's got issues. Uh, I don't know. It could be addiction. It could be mental health. It could be financial strain. It could right. be a, a just plain old ambition. I mean, I don't know what it is. Um, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Seek help. So back to your. So you have a. You have uh, something you were bringing on, and uh, what was that? 
it's not the big story, but it's a small story. Hey, um, yeah, it's like it's like two two small ones, and and the first okay. one's the smaller out of the two. So, right. um, what I wanted to do was also cover something that we saw some engagement on. This one's on Twitter, though. You were talking about a comment on YouTube, mm -hmm. and I kind of wanted your opinion on this Twitter engagement because we seem to really strike a chord with this post, and folks quickly divided into two camps, right? But it, it, you know, it's a, it, it's a fun one. It's not too bad. So it always start... never three. Why is it always two? I don't know. I don't know. It just always seems like it's. Two. Is, is it, I'm just saying everything seems to divide. It's the, I guess country. it's a binary choice, right? It's, it's the way the cosmos were organized in this country. In this country, you know, that's the thing. We have no. Maybe you'll have the third. Maybe you'll have the third camp. There, there are always outliers. Let's, let's see. Okay. Let's see <laughs> where you. Outliers. Let's see. If you can answer your own question. Okay, fine. Right? All You're right. the one that posted. You right. don't have to go in one of the two camps. You can have a third camp. You can even make up additional camps on top of that. Let's see how many camps Antoine can come up with. Mm -hmm. All right. Go all right. for it. All right. So it all started with an Elon Musk post that announced a new feature on X, formerly Twitter. Um, if you share an article and haven't clicked on it yet, you will first be prompted to read the article before sharing it. Okay, that's the feature. That's the feature. I like um, it. I mean, that's a good feature. Right, but it's okay. Well, I mean, uh, it's, I'm, it's, I'm not gonna taint it in any way right now. Oh, okay. So then what I replied, what I replied was maybe put a label on their post that they haven't read the article they reposted. So it's more public facing. Okay. As long as, as, long as this is being tracked appropriately. That's well, you would know. Issue. You would know in data if someone clicked on it. I mean, at any point in time, you 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 know that yeah. we have. But well, they could have read it in a different people. browser. They could have read it somewhere else. Interesting point, Antoine. And then so I later amended my comment because it started. I mean, things got like you know a lot of comments and likes and stuff. At least for us. Um, and I later amended it and replaced "read" with "clicked." So it, it would really read maybe put a label on the post they haven't clicked yet, right? Um, so because a lot of people were saying that they could have read it on different platforms or read a similar article on the same story, but it's a different article, right? Um, so all these different things, so all these different reasons why, you know, my off the cuff comment was a terrible idea. Fair. I'm not taking any of it personally. Just thought this was really interesting. So what I want to say is that it was off the cuff. I didn't put a ton of thought into the comment, but I put it out in the public and the public responded. I'd also uh, want to add that I don't find either feature to be necessary. I thought that they were both interesting, but um, let's just entertain the idea that uh, of this because it did stir up so much interest. So camp one basically agrees with me that they think it's a great way to pressure people into reading an article or uh, it could identify uninformed individuals that are blindly reposting with little context for the article's um, content or accuracy. And then camp two, which was overwhelming. I mean, camp one, it was like me and a few other people, but camp two was very vocal. Um, and they kept going at camp one, uh, regardless of what camp one was saying. Camp two was saying that they often repost articles on topics they read elsewhere. So I saw it somewhere else. I went onto Twitter, found it and reposted it, but it was a different article. Or maybe I read the same article, but on my app, maybe it was an Associated Press article on Twitter, but I read it on my app, right? All fair stuff, which is why I changed it to click instead of read. Well, I mean, now, and, and that was my initial, the initial reaction was like, yeah, I mean, someone could easily come across something in another 
place, read it, and then they want quick access, so they type it in to Twitter or something, and they're you know they're they're posting it from a either a different account of the same story. You know, it's like let's say I read it on the BBC, and then I'm like, oh man, I really want to share this, and I re look it up, and now it's on MSNBC, and and I'm I'm posting the MSNBC link, but I didn't read the MSNBC version. I read the BBC version, but it's the you know similar gist. I'm just saying that 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 could be very. That seems very likely, like very uh, yeah. likely. And I told, I totally get that, and that is a reasonable behavior that a lot of people exhibit. Heck, I probably have even done it at some point. What I would add to this is that I added that comment didn't click, and it's a factual statement in itself. It's highlighting that you did not click on the article that you reposted. I don't think I understand, but I don't think it's necessarily an impl implication that you haven't read it when they change the language, but it is, you have to take it very literally, I get it. The risk of those non-clicking reposters though, is that you did read the article somewhere else. It is possible that this article could have been updated since you have read it, right? And now there's new info in there that you're not aware of, or that it is a different article on a similar topic, but you haven't validated this journalist's slant on it. And so I do, you know, if we want to like play the game and have the debate, I do still think it's worth saying that you have not validated this information that you are reposting, even though you may have read it earlier, the same article or a different article on a similar to on the same topic. I do still think that it's interesting. I, again, I don't think either of these are needed because people are going to believe what they believe. And I don't think we're in a headspace as a nation yeah, for this stuff yeah. to like shift opinion and for it to matter. Yeah. But if people were that scrutinizing that, that, that big of like a critical think, um, that would be nice if they were, then I, mean, then really I would, think but... that you, that it would make a difference that, Oh, I didn't read this one. Thank you for that, you know, safety net. Mm -hmm. And if they do decide to post it without clicking it slash reading it, that the public knows that these people are just regurgitating something for various reasons. I mean, but here's another thing. Here's a, here's another angle to this. Uh, the news knows that most people do not read the articles. And so the headline is usually telling you everything you might want to know necessarily about certain articles. I mean, unless it's a deep think piece or something, you know, long, long form journalism, something much, you know, with a lot more girth to it. But uh, your average three paragraph story for the New York Post, I mean, the, the headline, they, they, they specialize I get it. in that. The I headline is telling it's you election everything. night, Trump wins. Yeah, exactly. Kind of got Do I have to read that yeah, article? You, you know, you're you're more, that's what I'm saying. You're more reposting for the headline as opposed to the article itself. And so in that world. And that's when you didn't read it label is like people brush it off and they're like, yeah, I, he, yeah, this person didn't read this article, but the headline says. But the headline says everything. And that's fine. And, and it's not a negative repost. thing on them, right? It's not an implication that they are. You know, some stooge. Yeah, I'm not going to go after some guy. I'd be like, wow, what a buffoon. He didn't read this article that said Trump won. It's But, you know, but it's, I'm telling you, Camp 2, Camp 2 hates the idea. So where do you fall? Camp 1, 2, or do you make it up your own? I did make up my own. I, I'm saying own? that the, the media dumbs their literature down enough where the headline is telling you everything. So I think it's a bit, like, elitist to say that everyone must click into an article, read the two to three paragraphs on something quite simplistic before reposting it. They're reposting it for the headline because they're sharing the information that the media itself is like, I want to say commodify is not the right word, but they're, they're condensing, they're distilling it down 
to be a headline because that's what they want. They want people just to repost it in order to get. So you don't think either either feature is needed. Your camp three is the camp three. Cool story. Neither feature is needed, nor the pre-post prompt or the post-post label. I'm saying discourse in this country has reached such a the bar is so low that this is this is like playing it's it's like playing chess when the the game the base game is checkers not not i mean checkers i don't want to insult anyone who loves checkers okay but you get what i'm kind of putting it down chess is the high polluted version of uh if you're talking about the two most simplest you know simple old school board games it's i'm just saying it's it's checkers The, the country plays checkers and these people are like well uh you know it's like Bishop to a four. It's like, what are you talking about? It's checkers out here. It's just, just <laughs> it's none of this. It's not, we're not playing chess anymore. It's all checkers. So all right. uh, I don't so know. Antoine is about. a camp three. There you I'm go. I'm a camp three. I'm a camp three. I'm saying no, like, neither feature is needed. It's not I'm relevant. Fine with that. I'm it's fine. Not I'm, I am totally fine with that. Because I mean, come on with all the garbage out there. Really? That's what we're going to land on. We're going to land on talking about whether someone's lost integrity because they haven't been documented as having read an article that they're reposting i mean ah, it's so funny it's yeah it's there's another level to this it's not even like playing chess it's just so it's just yeah it's the discourse is so low especially on the internet i i just feel like you can't even start there anyway all right so i'm gonna move on yeah sure to a fun topic hopefully that one was a little bit of fun but um i'm gonna make it a halloween episode Oh, that's awesome. I'm gonna make I, it love a I love the themed episode. Right. I gave up on themes because you were like, you know. Oh, we do themes. You do Thanksgiving. <laughs> I, I push for themes, but you're right. you're usually like, eh, what's the point? No one's no one's looking. No, no, we could do for Halloween content. So I'm, it's, I'm gonna have a little bit of fun. We do something on Halloween. I hope it's a spooky episode. <laughs> what we? Uh, I, I didn't do my. Uh, I might I might I might end on a spook. On a spooky Ooh, that'd be cool. That'd be cool. I, at least spooky for me. All right, one, two. Is it Sesame Street? <laughs> it's the cow. So it's spooky. It's spooky for kids. <laughs> okay. All right. So I thought it would be interesting for our viewers to take a break from politics and climate change and all this serious stuff that we're all dealing with and learn a little bit about Halloween and its centuries-old symbolism. So according to the Library of Congress, Halloween has its immediate roots in the ancient Celtic celebration of Sawin? 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 I'm going to say Sawin. I mean, we're going to have to say that. I'm going to go with Neither of us speak Gaelic. Uh, You know, it's it's where we are right now. This is where we are, so that's what I'm going to go with. I'm going to say it a few times. Apologies if I'm getting it wrong. Did you read the article? Yeah. Okay, well, then you're fine. Yeah. No, I read the article. Yeah, at least you read the article. what I'm going with. That's all that matters. So, uh, Sawin, or Sawin, Sawin, I'm going to go Sawin. Um which was the end of the harvest season when the veil between the spirit world and our own world is at its thinnest. So people would dress up, build bonfires to fend off ghosts. But the essence of observing this harvest time of the year dates back like thousands of years, like 6,500 years in Indo-European culture. And it is very Indo-European, um, this, this, this segment. So now, Halloween might have started off as ancient and pagan, but Christianity wasn't about to let a good holiday go to waste as it swept across Europe. 
The church assimilated several holidays, a strategy started by Pope Gregory I in around 600 AD. For instance, the Roman pagan festival Saturnalia um, became Christmas, and likewise, Samhain became Halloween to make conversion easier for the locals. And then, yeah, and, and Easter. It's all yeah, yeah all right. It's all it's all, it's all part of their big holidays. strategy, right? So you don't have to give up your traditions, folks. No, you just have to religion. change your allegiance. Yes, that's right. So well, you just incorporate ours. You don't have to give up your traditions. You just got to add what we're what we're putting down and and kind of make it the more prominent. But it depends. It's like a kubsikumsa situation. It depends. And it changes how, for how much power you have. And it changes for different holidays. And I guess it's just easier to tweak it than abolish it altogether. So in the 8th century, Pope Gregory III designated November 1st as a day to honor All Saints, which soon became All Saints Day. The evening before All Saints Day was referred to as All Hallows Eve, which is when Samhain was. It was the Eve. And this evolved All Hallows Eve into Halloween. This is probably something many of us have heard before. So the locals got to keep their creepy Halloween stuff dressing up and lighting bonfires uh but now it got its christian saints attached to it so the next day you could feel guilty from last night's pagan debauchery i mean that's kind of how i viewed it like they really got you there so in the so skipping later uh let, we'll dig into some creepy symbolism that we got to keep right so that's what i want to cover now bats are most likely tied to Halloween because of Bram Stoker's 1897 novel, Dracula, and it's really just the creepiness of it. This is what is thought to have happened. Owls were birds of bad omens that fed on human flesh in Roman mythology, and in the Middle Ages, they were thought to be witches. The sound, who, who, signaled someone was about to die. This is what the people thought back then. Black cats were formally demonized by Pope Gregory IV when he published a church document stating that black cats were the incarnation of Satan. Can you imagine like the church doing something like that today? I mean, I know the church has done a lot of crazy stuff, but like the the state of mind, it just like blows me away sometimes with people. Um, in the 15th century, black cats were thought to be a witch's helper. Same goes for spiders, a witch's helper in medieval Europe. And similar to owls, witches were also thought to turn into ravens in the 1400s, an ability that allowed them to fly away and escape. And again, can you imagine seeing a raven or an owl and being like, oh, look, a witch is escaping. And I think people do stuff like that today. I'm just not superstitious. So I, I think it even goes beyond like a light superstition. I think they actually literally believed this stuff. Um are, are, we, are you taking liberty here? Do you know anyone in particular that, I mean, most, you know, we have a lot of super, like, it's like, you know, black well, cat we, cross your path, you know, kind of stuff. We yeah, hear people say these things all the time. It doesn't necessarily mean that they are, believe it to be like fact. I don't know. I, I don't, people believe in religion. So I, 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 I mean, people do superstitious things, especially baseball players. So, I mean, I guess it, it falls into that. Sure. Go on. And without, but it's like there's no counter to it. It's like, how do you explain this stuff? Like, there's no. It's like better. Fine. It's a better safe than sorry situation too. That's why most people keep doing it because it's like, well, what's what what's the harm? You know, it's like you spill salt and throw it over your shoulder. It's like, well, what's the? <laughs> it's like it's already wasted area. What's the harm? Sure. Yeah. I, I, okay. It's like chicken soup. Okay. All right. Yeah. So in and in German folklore, you have to turn around and like slap your baby. I mean, I think people. <laughs> 
most people are okay as long as it's something that's innocuous and doesn't harm anyone. They're like, yeah, what's the what's the harm in it? But yeah, you're right. If it was if it got a little more, you know, some of the old school stuff is probably a little bit more hardcore, and that that's the stuff most people probably have dropped. Things, things we'll, that we'll get into we'll get into some more hardcore stuff. But okay, All in right. German in German folklore, witches rode ravens rather than brooms. Um, and that part made me think of um, Monty Python and the Holy Grail with had to be Monty Python. European Swallow. Yeah, that's like, where it comes from. How does a witch ride a raven? Like, how does that actually so work? ridiculous? Like, it's just, it's like, were you guys not thinking? Was nobody thinking? Where did the raven grow? Like, how does any of that work? I just, but that's, that, that's in Monty Python. That's, it's, it's, what is it? If she weighs more than a, Duck? Oh well, that's the witch thing. That's the witch when thing. the when I was talking about when the guy goes to the castle and he has to answer a question to come in and oh, African or he asks about the swallow carrying the coconuts because yeah, he's like, yeah. how did you get coconuts? And he's like, you know, there's a whole thing. So well, the thing is, right, the movie. But that's funny. Well, I, I went to that now. That joke makes more sense to me. It, it, is she lighter than a what is it? She's lighter than a bird, right? Well, it's saying that the witch rides the German folklore is a witch rides the raven, right? Which means she would have to be, yeah, lighter. She would have to be lighter than, that, than the I bird. Guess that's, I guess, yes. If you were going to think it through and say, okay, she maintains that size. Right. She needs to be lighter. And yes, that does go into the, she turned me into a newt segment of Monty Python. Where she has to be, that's what they get to. That's the reasoning. I, I mean, I think this is probably where they're getting it from. I mean, this just it just dawned on me, but this makes that joke much funnier. Yeah. If she's lighter than a bird and then it's because, and then what do birds do? They float. So well, that's not what they say. They they oh. they're talking about wood floats, wood burns. Um, oh, is that stuff. what it was? So it yeah. didn't have anything to do with birds. It had nothing to do with Wait. birds. Oh, okay, so I'm misremembering that completely. Yes, you are. Okay, good. It's good to know. It's good okay. to know. I, last time I saw it, I was like 13. So it, right. it has been a long time. All right. So that's all that symbolism stuff. But while we're talking about medieval Europe and witches, I do want to note that uh, witchcraft was a rather harmless practice prior to the 14th and 15th centuries, which is medieval Europe for folks that might not know. And only after German inquisitor Heinrich Kramer published the Malaeus Maleficarum in 1487 were witches demonized and feared. And I didn't really know a lot of this history. This part was pretty interesting. So Kramer's book drew distinction between miracles, which were performed by saints in accordance with God or by God himself, right. whereas magic was a private contract with the devil. Correct. Right. Right. Kramer outlined three distinct levels of offenses, with the slightest being a small secret group meeting and the worst being basically respecting heresy, admiring heresy. Um, and this was a text that was published like several times. It swept across Europe. And this created the image of the medieval witch, an evil woman, the same image that we think of today when we think of witches. This is the dude responsible for that. And this is the text responsible for that. So he spread this image across Europe via the Malaeus Maleficarum, and it was used to demonize women and only spurred more texts that further developed this persona into a malicious sorceress, uh, a malicious sorceress that cast charms and spells, and that was equated to devil-worshipping crimes. And, you know, that led to a bunch of stuff, um, obviously, that we're all familiar with. And this was really just a useful ideological tool yeah. for the church to preach intolerance towards scapegoats, to explain social unrest, disease, natural disasters. So then I kind of pose that back to you, Antoine. How do you think they thought about this stuff? Like, it's all fun and games until you start burning people alive. 
the superstitions. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I mean, I know, I know the facts of it. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Do you want me? To, I mean, we. It's. I mean, look the way it plays out based on what you're saying and based on what I do know about that period in that history is that most a lot of pagan paganism a lot of it was um matriarchal i think that's the is that the word i want it's basically like women are kind of the uh either not the head priest that's not necessarily but women held Did they, they control the money or something healers like that? I, I mean i don't know about that i don't oh, that i don't know maybe i'm but, getting cultures mixed up but uh but with you know regard to like uh women were like the healers uh, a lot of the time and um they they basically held you know quite quite a bit like i don't want to i don't want to oversell it because i'm sure paganism had its its uh machismo aspects to it as well but um to me, that feels like a power grab. It says it's like in paganism, women have a certain level of power. And if you want to strip them of all that power, well, the best way to do is to demonize that them as part with that religion, even though men were still there were still many pagan men at that time. Uh, but if you're going to go after women in particular and then you're going to flip the script you're, in order to take power, all you're that, doing that is adding motive. All do you're it. doing is adding motive behind it. it. You're adding so you don't know the motive of labeling a black cat an agent of the devil, but you know the motive of labeling upstart women as yeah, witches. As witches. Yeah, uh, exactly. But it's, it's still it's but my play. point yeah. is that they actually believed it. Like they were at a state where they were like, yeah, that sounds right. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Well. Yeah. That, that's definitely plausible. If you're illiterate, get, get, get her. And um, yeah. and you have very limited education, and the only education you're getting is from the church most. But often, these people that then why were, wouldn't you believe that? Because there were no spells. It's almost it is like the Monty Python thing where she's like she he's like she turned me into a newt, and then he's he looks at him and he's like I got better. Like that's like what are you talking about? I mean, yes, this is like if there was any if there was any civil unrest or disease or anything that all got blamed on them. So I guess that is a real output of a secret gathering where they're doing whatever they do, charms or whatever it is. So I guess that that's something real that you could label it as. But the same thing happened in Salem, and that's like three hundred years later. I agree. It's crazy. Yeah, I don't. I think it's fascinating to see how people will will just buy into stuff without very little very little evidence oh, there's an element of entertainment unfortunately with regard to especially at that time um you know public executions i mean things of that nature weren't necessarily done to deter crime because there was no when people looked at the evidence or that when historians look at the evidence there's no evidence that it was doing so and i'm not sure that people at the time even really believed that it's more about well this is a spectacle. There's not, you know, there's no TV. There's no movies. Uh, you know, the most interesting thing you could do is see someone get beheaded. Uh, and, uh, so I'm saying that there is an element of sport to it. Yeah, I, I guess it's just it's fascinating to me not to cast judgment on people in the past to say you idiots. Of course, what we can were, judge what them. were you thinking? Of course, we can. But, well, I get it, but it is like it doesn't serve any real purpose other than like whatever. But it's 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 <laughs> it's like wow, we have the I'm we have this symbolism. The people of the past. We we have this symbolism today. It like survived. It survived off of our own ignorance and is now a staple. Yeah. In our culture. It's it's yeah it's it's it's, it's we have amazing. These, we have these depictions of warded women in 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 pointy hats that fly yeah. on broomsticks. I guess right. we get to the ravens. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it's just like oh yeah, that's where that came from. Well, we I just love story, you know. Yeah, 
read Joseph Campbell's, um, what is it? Man with Thousand Faces. But uh, I think, yeah, human beings are oriented around story and uh, and stories carry with us more than anything else, more than science, more than necessary. Religion, the reason religion is so impactful is because it's a it's a series of stories and people just, it's, it's just the way that we make sense of our world uh, and make sense of ourselves, not to get too philosophical about it, but. Uh, when you know when you when you frame it in that way, of course they're going to stay with us, even if they're being completely debunked. And it makes absolutely no sense to imagine a woman flying a raven, casting spells on the German folk of uh, of the 14th century. It, it's still, it's 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 a it's it's a big enough spectacle that it would stay within the human like zeitgeist imagination. I we would carry it forward uh, to this day. I mean, I mean, when people think about the Odyssey, but and, it's like uh, it's known that like black cats get adopted less because of the superstition, right? Like, yeah, as I'm people, saying, that's how ingrained it is. It stays with us. We just love a good but story. You, but you say, but your comment, because that just popped into my head, but like you, your yeah. comment before was like, you know, they're, they're harmless. They're no big deal. They're, they're horoscopes that no one takes seriously, I, but it's not. Until it they don't. does yeah, influence until decisions. It does influence And, and bias, yeah. even if it's unconscious bias. You're absolutely right about that. Yeah. Yeah. So it's just, I, I don't know, I thought it'd be interesting to like dive a little deeper into like why these symbolisms exist, where they came from, although we didn't get yeah. into all the all the history of it, it would be here forever. But um, folks, there are plenty of documentaries that go into a lot of detail, but I thought it was kind of interesting. And, the, yeah, sorry. No, go ahead. Well, I was just saying, it's sort of like our, um, it's not Achilles heel, that's the funny thing. It's like without, without this like prolic affliction <laughs> towards towards misbelief and like you know things that are just outside the realm of science and, and things that cannot be explained but the thing is without that we wouldn't basically endeavor to the heights that we you know in good times choose to do so you know it, it's it's a it's like a double-edged sword it, yes that's exactly what i'm trying to get at exactly yeah. it's like it's like it's an it's a it's a necessary evil you're making the argument for for war uh no war gives us all of our technological advancement today uh, yeah it's the same war well it's that's the same because war argument. yeah well th there are other the atrocities other... justify our imagination it justifies the means <laughs> <laughs> we'd never dream of the moon if we didn't slaughter all those people oh uh, well yeah that's unfortunate yeah yeah but i get it like our imagination goes both ways yeah exactly. it's um exactly it's know, like it's like we have to have that. it it's you know you have to have that that um that element of um of just uh yeah just irrational uh, irrational irrationality like, that, that non-linear yeah. thinking of no you know based on everything we know today this doesn't make sense but but without it, it we wouldn't make yeah we wouldn't make stories scares make or movies. inspires me into action yeah, you you have to be able to tap into it in order to tell stories, and without it, that's the thing. Even so, saying like, you look at a lot of storytellers. I mean, you look at Tolkien. I mean, these guys are professors. It's Professor Tolkien. I mean, these are very highly educated people that are telling you know grandiose, you know, fairy tales of sorts. I mean, Tolkien might be a little bad example because there's people aren't too sure if he started to believe that his world actually existed near the end of his his life. But let, let's just say that he did. C.S. Lewis definitely his was made up, right? And um, yeah, without that element, you know, you can't tell that kind of story. You have to be able to tap into to to, to the to people who actually might believe in order to create a convincing story, something that will carry on for generations, and people want to read and and want to reenact and make other media off of it. At some level, you have to be able to tap into that. I believe it, 
and I have to write it as if I do believe it. Because if you didn't write it, if you if you wrote if you if 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 J.R. Tolkien wrote The Hobbit thinking this was ridiculous, right? You, you wouldn't read it because it, it wouldn't you know unless it's a you know some sort no, you of Gulliver's Travels. You have to allow yourself to be entertained and enthralled with the fantasy. You have to be. You have yeah, to be the characters. You have to fall in love with the characters because the characters yeah. are written in a believable way. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, so you, you have, have to, to be able to tap into that that same black cat, that same you know. I'm saying there's like a thru, yes. You have to be able to like to love and understand Gandalf, but then when you put your pen down and you go out for lunch, you don't try and cast spells on everyone and and um that's only tell people they shall not pass it's only yeah. Of humor. yeah but you know what i mean like there's i wish there to... were more stories of tolkien standing at the entrance of a pub yelling thou shalt not pass oh yeah. i'll not pass i mean that would be a really hilarious like token story i, yeah, I wish it would he did be. that he could have been the guy that collects tickets <laughs> he could have could have all these things. All right. Anyway, so that's that. I do have another uh, another short one to wrap us yeah, up. Yeah, yeah, let's do it. All right. So it's Halloween episode. Let's keep this train moving. Um, I figured why not close out with something that scares me. So Antoine, how do you deal with spiders in your house? You know, it's a funny story. My wife hates them and uh, demands that I kill them. But culturally, this is gonna really this is gonna speak to the theme. I grew up, I'm first generation Jamaican, and in Jamaica, at least what you know, what the way I grew up and maybe other Jamaicans, it's a different world, but I grew up where spiders were like good luck and you didn't kill them. Because they killed flies. They killed mosquitoes, like they killed the mosquitoes and and yes. it's funny because if you think about Logically, that now, if you have spiders, that means you have bugs because they're feeding off of them, so they exactly. are keeping the bugs away. So they're that keeping the bugs totally, away. And so you that but, is but, totally but, rational. Well, it is rational, but that's not the way it was interpreted down to me. It was more interpreted that they are like, you know, it's like bad luck to kill a spider, even though that's yeah, because probably back it. in the day, you guys were all idiots, and someone probably tried to tell you that, and you're like, I don't understand what you're talking about. And they're like, it's good luck, and you'd be like, oh, oh, just like all that. Or, other or, or maybe there about. was maybe there was a non maybe there was just an undercurrent of understanding <laughs> that in hot climates you were more likely to have bugs that could pass on disease and then yeah, spiders in your house. But with, you weren't told that. that you were told the luck thing. That's well, what I'm yeah, talking but the, about. You had to dumb it the down. Undercurrent, the undercurrent, the because it's a better story. But the undercurrent is to <laughs> is to understand that that like flies can pass malaria and therefore having spiders helps mitigate it's these that ancient kind of thing. things that anyway, we didn't know why they worked or didn't and we came up with these superstitions around it well you had a, you had a base understanding well that's the thing i don't want to discredit the ancestors in this way because there was still a basic understanding we, we look we covered it we covered the um how africans dealt with with malaria inoculation like, yeah inocu yeah inoculation yeah but uh um, i mean we didn't say that they were doing it because it was lucky they understood, they understood that, that. that, I'm just that saying there's there an observational science there where okay if we intentionally give you uh, malaria was it i can't remember exactly which one no it wasn't that. no it was um smallpox oh it was a smallpox yeah oh, maybe. God, i don't know I maybe it wasn't now. oh man that's so bad i can't remember right now yeah, that's fine. quizzing me pop quiz but um well, everyone back and was, they, they understood <laughs> that if you expose someone to a small doses then their <laughs> likelihood of not contracting the disease or at least a mild version survivable version i'm just saying there had increased. to be there, there are stories at some at some point my point is in order to pass on that information usually you tell stories 
That's fair. That's fair. That's 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 just because it's the easiest way to have people understand it without having to get into all the tech like to say hey look look believe me don't look stories is that every time they're told they get sensationalized and they probably lose a little bit and oh yeah which is where you get to just the the base of it which is hey spiders are good luck i don't have to explain to you why they're just good luck don't kill them my grandfather told me why i can't really i can't really remember you want them shut up and listen to the story just Just eat the corn Shut up and eat the corn. So go. What's what's your thing? What 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 do you have to say about spiders? So I've been saying you you didn't know that, but I just tapped into yes. I I'm very reluctant to kill them because I have this like innate growing up feeling that spiders are basically harmless and that if they're in your home, they're doing a service. Uh, because mostly we don't live in Australia, by the way, everyone. So the spiders in North America don't usually kill you. They don't. You can't bite. They they they're they're too small to actually penetrate uh human skin so they're they're relatively harmless so really when people kill them they're killing them because they just don't like the way they look yeah yeah i the funny thing is is i know all of this stuff um what i do is i look at them and i basically say if you stay away from me then i'll leave you alone um but if they do get close um i do feel compelled to take action and it's unreasonable. Yeah, I'm it's terrified. I'm, it's irrational. totally irrational, and I'm terrified. It, I'm acting out my most primitive instinct, my most primal instinct. Yeah, from a from um, bygone era, a time where spiders were wherever. Yeah, might have been dangerous. To, I, I, to I can. I, it's. I don't know what it is, and I will use a half a roll of toilet paper or paper towels, and I will. I will crush them, and I'm not even sure if I get them. I just mm. don't see it when I pick it up and I don't even look. I just kind of throw the whole thing out and I'm like calling it a day. Mm. My wife will relocate them to another area. Um, so she's very good. She is much better human than I am. Um, much more and, rational. Not yeah. better human. She's just more rational. She understands that there's little to no danger and they're making you feel uncomfortable. So she's as a, as a person that cares about you, she's going to assuage this discomfort by relocating this harmless creature to uh, a further destination so that they no longer cause you extreme anxiety. That's a very lovely, rational thing that your wife is is engaging in. She's, um, she even has these two cups she uses for the insects. That's and, so nice. And, that's so and, nice. And See, I just don't have that patience. Uh, I would love to do the same thing, but um, but it's just far easier to kill them if they are making my my significant other um, uncomfortable, which which hurts me inside because I would. I would just walk on by. I wouldn't even bother. Yeah, I'd really try to. I really say, like, just please don't come over here. Please just stay over there. Do your thing. Just don't get too close to me. Um, I do say these things out loud sometimes. Mm. Uh, and, and yeah, it's just that's a thing. But anyway, so I, why do I bring this up? Well, apparently this time of year is spider season. Um, and so here are some spider facts to set the scary seasonal mood. The spiders you're seeing around your house are most likely males. Females are usually more sedentary and the males are running around like crazy trying to find the females. So if you're wondering why God are you tormenting me with your presence demon from hell, it's because they're trying to get laid. That's that's basically what's going on here. And what you're doing is killing these poor poor gentlemen that are just just trying to get it in. Just, just trying to do their thing. Just trying to cool. do the one thing they were put here to do, and we are, we are robbing that from them. At least I am. 
So it's kind of like walking down a, it's like going to Amsterdam's red light district and just like offing, offing guys just trying to get, you know, trying to get into it's like a giant windows. just stepping on people. Yeah, basically that's what I'm saying. Yeah, there's just it just I yeah. every time they go to the red light district, this giant just comes and starts whacking, dispersing people, dismembering them because it's just it's just like I just don't like you. I don't like you near this area. That's right. So now they're just they're just trying to get their you know, it's just, it's just it's trying to get it up. I just trying to get it up. And I know all of this now, and I will still behave the same way. I need to work on myself. But you do, you do, because the whole point of knowledge is to take it and change, sort of flip the script, if you will, in terms of our orientation toward the world. What good is it if we attain knowledge, which is a question of the modern age? What is what good is knowledge if you if you're giving it and you just choose to ignore it. <laughs> I <laughs> which listen, is, which is why we're in a lot of the crap. We all have our issues. Honest. We are all hypocrites. No one, yeah. no one is perfect. As long this as you, is an admitted yeah. opportunity for improvement for me, okay. this is an area that I can improve, and I am sharing it with everyone. Yeah. So, so this article that I read, they gave me all this spider information. It was UK focused, and it said for you UK listeners out there that UK house spiders descend from species originating in the Mediterranean or North Africa, which apparently is why they prefer our warm, dry homes as opposed to the wet garden, which is also why those larger spiders generally don't come indoors. And I assume it's the same in the US, but in my home, I can only speak for myself, my spiders are enormous and they scare me. My wife doesn't think they're huge, but they are enormous. Could you, could you give the listener a little bit of scale? I think are, they are, are they the size. I, I think knuckle? I think they are the size of my hand. My wife has yet. To, you think my wife has yet to see them? After I say it's over there, it's over there. Mm-hmm. She goes to look, and she's like, "I don't see it." But because right. they, they scurry. Okay. It's good to know that you think they are the size of a grown man's hand, which is like a yeah, it's like a tarantula like a furry based spider something you'd find in in the outback in australia maybe um or the amazon listen i don't sit there and study it like darwin i see it it's casting a shadow mm. it's moving wow it's got a shadow too mm. yeah it's got all the things it's got all the things that would that would freak you out i think it's funny that we live in the same state and i don't think i've ever seen a spider that was necessarily aside from a daddy long legs that was bigger than my fingernail so uh but it's, it's interesting. It's interesting to grow up in the same area and um, and just have completely differing accounts with regard to the species that uh, it's a sub- it habit. must be sub-regional. It's a sub-regional thing. Must be. Must yeah. be located to just uh, Casa de Jamie. So Go here on. here's an interesting stat. Here's an interesting stat. It's the last thing I'll say. Okay. Apparently, even the smallest house has around 40 spiders living there crawling where you can't even see them absolutely but that can jump into the thousands with only a modest increase in square footage okay so sleep tight everybody and not everyone's as freaked out by this as you are that's fine imagine thousands of spiders in your house right now that's perfectly acceptable that's thousands of spiders keep mosquitoes off of me i love it they bite other bugs i just don't want spiders bite too you know, it's so funny. I, uh, they do. Some do. I need to look at which ones can actually, because most are not strong enough to actually pierce skin. Uh, 
and usually yeah i feel like when people are like it's a spider bite it's like no it's most likely not but uh but yeah you know what? I, I could be wrong i could be wrong. is this and my, is this my own superstition children. is this my superstition I, no i mean I, I've, this is my idiotic superstition i mean my, my wife is played it the past she's been like she's like a, this is a spider bite and i'm like no it's probably not I'm ne- I don't think I I've never been bit by a spider, so I can't. But I cannot use my own. What about the claim where you're like swallowing seven spiders a year or whatever it is? Oh, that is complete superstition. That's not real. I think we covered that on the pod before, actually, and it isn't. It's like yeah, it's skewed by by like Australia or something like that. Something ridiculous. Yeah, it's not, it's not real at all. Yeah. All right. Anyway. But hey, spooky! Happy Halloween! You've thousands of spiders in your house. It's spooky to me. Do you do you just like do you you know do you squeal at the at arachnophobia? Can you not watch that movie? Um, I I can watch the movie. I don't mind. I I don't I don't get freaked out by by that type of thing. But if there is a a real spider next to me, in fact, it's bugs in general. Um, bugs are the it could be it could be like a snake. I wouldn't even care. It's bugs in general. It doesn't even matter what it is. Minus like a fly or a bee or something like bees, wasps, all that stuff doesn't bother me. It's the creepy crawlies. So the it's ones the that water actually bugs. Can hurt you, it's the, the water the yeah. bugs that can hurt you. You've no problem with that. I mean, this is a true definition of irrationality here. The yeah. bugs that can actually harm you and, and cause severe pain, allergic reactions, things of like that could have varying consequences. Those bugs, they, they land next to you. You're like, you know what? I'm fine. They're having their day. I'm having my day. We're good. We're good. We're we're uh, we're we're uh, simpatico. We're we're good as we're thick as thieves. But a bug that cannot harm you in any way, shape, or form—that's the bug you're going to go out of your way to to vacate mm-hmm. the premises. That's I mean, it's good to know. I mean, it's it's good I mean, to know there's how a, there's irrational a, there's this. There's is. a fuzzy caterpillar or a or a, or some type of centipede I mean, type thing. You're really taking this to the next level. I would never have assumed that caterpillars would do you in. I mean, that's kind. That's really. I absurd. can look at it from a distance. Wow. Um, I can respect it at a distance. They feel so so fuzzy. Oh God, no fuzzy feeling. I love it. No, it's not for me. All right. All right. Anyway, I'm sure someone listening shares that. Okay. <laughs> Happy Halloween. Happy Halloween, everybody. <laughs> Happy Halloween. So, so in the vein of Halloween, this keeps coming across my feed. There's like a, an, either the media is just a little bit more obsessed because I doubt it's necessarily something that is blowing up. But uh, are you aware of, like, I guess the uptick in in mer people? I'm not even trying to answer that. I no, mean, no, you can't. Of course, you can. Just, just, just shut the dark. And, and to take your question at face value, <laughs> no, I'm not aware of the uptake. But that would also presume that I am accepting the premise of the question. What? That would that would that would imply that I believe that there are mer people. It's not real mer people. It's people who have made their profession to be mermaids. So and it's called mercore. Can they so breathe the underwater? No, of course they can't. I mean, this is ridiculous. You're being absurd. Of course they can't breathe <laughs> well, underwater. So they're just swimming. <laughs> well, yeah, with tails. Am I aware of the uptake of swimmers? Well, with tails. Who make it harder because they bind their feet together? Because they bind their feet together. Yeah. In order to give off the impression that they are aquatic, like what is it, anthropomorphic? Do they do they live by a code? Of oh, world? we're about to find out. All right, so let's 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 listen in. Let's listen in. I, I love a good video. Let's listen in. ABC News: Mermaid enthusiasts dive into the Mercor trend. 
Okay, so they're human with fish tails and the mythical creatures of the sea now making waves on the big screen, social media, and in real life. ABC's Janae Norman takes a deep dive into mermaid mania. Mermaids are having a moment. From Disney's live-action Little Mermaid star Halle Bailey showing off red carpet looks inspired by her character Ariel to Netflix's docu-series Mer People. You get it? You get what's going on now? Um, okay, so they're not swimmers. They're not in the ocean. Who are these Sometimes people? they are. Who are these people lounging at children's splash parks? They're there for entertainment. They're there to be there. Is the someone paying people. them to be there? Or are they just showing sometimes, up? Well, sometimes probably just showing up too. Could be. That's I feel like they took a little liberties going with the Little Mermaid. I mean, that's not this thing has been around for a while. I mean, we've had people have dressed up as mermaids. I mean, there's like the famous tank in um, I want to say it's like Dubai or something. I mean, I'm going to be honest. If I went because my township has a splash park okay, and it's nice. There we go. Um, And if I went and the township paid an actor or actress to dress up like a mermaid or yeah. merman. Yeah. Fine. If some random person from the area came and did that, not fine. You're you're not you're not okay with the initiative to say I want to be a mer person at this children's park without any vetting of who this person is and how they're going to be held accountable if something goes wrong. No. What harm? You you said it yourself. This person is bound. Their legs are bound within a, a fish. Oh, I don't a fish costume. What? I, I what, that was my comment. If people were taking it for real and wanted to really get into it, the, uh, I don't know if that's bound. I don't. That could be tissue paper holding holding their legs together. They could just bust through at any moment. I am not mm. letting my child okay. lay with a half naked adult in a splash <laughs> park who's dressed like a mermaid. Like I'm not doing that. Ah. Who, like no, Teach no. Yourself. No. Let's continue. But it turns out this isn't just a fishy fairy tale. It's big business, too, as people are turning their obsession into a serious hobby, some even making a career out of it. The mermaid industry now worth over an estimated $150 million. You know who wouldn't be into that? You know who'd be losing out on money? This guy across from me. No. So You're what you just showed me now mm -hmm. are people being paid to go to aquariums yeah and a water park yep the people on the beach i don't know what that was that's well you got to start somewhere i'm just people. saying you got you, you you're not going to just but, start making money overnight by dressing up like a fish you you, you gotta there's there's gotta be some like you know you gotta get some social media you know the, the, you de there's a point where you have to be doing it for free get a following all right and then uh, maybe get away get from that. get away from the actual exchange of money you need to be hired I'm you saying there's show no up. way that you could just do that all the time. You, you, you can gotta be able to just show up somewhere and and uh and, no. and you know take some pictures and say, Hey, look, I'm a mer person. Look at me have fun as a mer person. And you're probably in a group. We, no, the you listeners don't are not gonna be able to dressed it, up but... like Santa Claus walking down the street saying, Who wants to sit on my lap? No one does that. That's not why are you cool. making it creepy? Because it is that. if that's not what they're doing. If that's what is going on. Now, like I said, if you, you are see, no more person was asking for a little child to come and stroke their tail. That didn't happen. None of that happened. These are people who love and they said it. Then you said it's a hobby, and the people are taking it to the next level. Like everything they else are, in this world, they're figuring out how to monetize. Paying, and it. Listen, if the if the positioning that I'm putting out there that these people are randomly showing up to places with children 
and trying to coax them into engagement is incorrect, fine. That's the only thing I have a problem with. If they are being solicited to show up, if they are being hired to show up, then that is fine. That is that is normal behavior. Explain what cosplay is. So it's short for costume play. It is dressing up in character in a community of other people who are doing something similar. The community of mermaids has grown exponentially since I started. Hannah Burgess is just one of those enthusiasts riding the wave. We first met her in 2017 when she was mermaiding for her social media accounts and at small gatherings. Being a mermaid means being the bridge of fantasy and reality and now she's making money you see that i'm Look, they met her back before she was to, getting paid so she had to go somewhere to do mermaiding no, for free. you just have to audition and say hey i'm a mermaid do you want me to show up to your aquarium water park kids birthday party whatever it is and yeah here's me hanging out in my backyard doing my thing and this is what i could do for you that's not a big deal i support that i saw mermaids at a water park and the aquarium. My kids went nuts. They love the Little Mermaid. That oh, is so what are you, yeah, what fine. are you doing this for? Well, I asked you in the beginning because all you showed me, first you positioned it as like people going for swims in the ocean. Well, uh, that's where your imagination took. That is where I, my imagination I, went because I, you said I, there's an uptake in mermaids. Like she said that they... since she's been a mermaid, she has noticed an exponential no, growth. She's not a mermaid. mermaid. She's not a mermaid. She's dressing up like a mermaid. That is like saying there's an uptick in Mickey Mouse. Like it's people dressing up as Mickey Mouse. It is not a culture of people believing they are Mickey Mouse. The way that you asked me the question, were you aware of an uptake in mer people is not the same as were you aware of, uh, of the uptick in mermaid costume actors or something like that? People are calling look, she said she said that she, you know, when they're mermaids, they're they there's they're mermaids. No rule. Even when I asked you if there's a set of rules that they're living by, no, it's a business. You totally steer the conversation into a weird place look it's and then you showed me pictures of them laying at kitty parks that's 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 what the media showed me i mean that's that's just no that's you did not you did be. not position this correctly okay fine maybe i maybe i uh maybe it was a little misrepresentation maybe it was a little misdirection all all i just thought it was an interesting story it's 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 a trend and uh and i i'm always interested i'm like jamie would you would you do it if you're being me? paid I would yeah. never, no, I don't even like dance in public. No, I don't do anything. Yeah, so I don't do that. I would never do this. I mean, maybe if you were going to pay me like millions of dollars and I can. They I said can 150. Well, I mean, it's, that's the industry in general, but. Uh, but um, no, like uh, I, 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 I am not performative in that way. You know, we don't, we don't do live shows for a reason. Um, I, <laughs> that is not my thing, but um all the credit to the people that can do this and the kids do love it and yeah if they're responsible people being hired and all that stuff that's wonderful and good for them and i love the fantasy stuff i mean heck i love theme parks and disney world and all that kind of stuff uh the more the more you can uh stoke imagination the better for others the best part of being a mermaid is the community they found you are never too old to be mer-amazing. I'll be 70 in three months. I believe there's a little mermaid in all of us. I have autism. With autism, we have sensory issues. So like the water is very soothing and very comfortable. 
As a mermaid, your mindset can be whatever motivates you or anything, but my mindset is just to have fun and be confident. I love it. It's so wholesome. I just tried to. Yeah, well, I, I mean, yeah, I mean, it. it's so. It's a. I mean, look at that. That's I don't know what I mean, mindset is like. That's fine. And the, some of those people are young, and they're like, yeah, the mindset of being a mermaid. Like, I don't know what that means. Seventy. I mean, she's well. That one is. She's living it up. I mean, she, that's a, that's. Listen, having fun and doing retirement. that is one thing. Um, it's fine. I don't have a problem with it. They're not hurting anybody. It is a very um harmless hobby. Look how judgmental you were in the beginning. I'm. Well, you made it seem like yeah. they were treading that water towards yeah. the end there where they're like identifying as as uh in like that mental way of saying, you know, as a mermaid, I can be this, where it's like you can be whatever you want without being a mermaid, but you could be even more while being a mermaid. I don't know, that wave hit that one lady in the face, it looked like she started choking. <laughs> um, but it's it's not it's, it's, it's not it, easy. It's not it, easy, I'll tell you that much. I can't imagine. Listen, as someone who is an avid scuba diver, um, which it's funny, you know, one of the ways, one of the methods you can use to swim is to almost mimic what you would consider maybe to be a mermaid, where you're keeping your legs together and mm. flapping in 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 synchronization with your arms tucked under you, uh, makes your makes you more streamlined. Um, to have your feet bound in the ocean is terror. That is a terrifying thing. Like the ocean is immense. It is powerful. And to be restricted in any way would be a terrifying thing. So, um, yeah, it's just, well, I mean, I think that's why we see them mostly of these, like, well, they're laying on the shore. No one, and, and not pool. one of those people, except for the aquarium were actually aquarium. in water. Yeah. Yeah. Which I think is probably Vegas or something. Yeah. So. Yeah, and they they are probably pros. They know how to swim, similar to the thing I was just talking about with scuba diving. Yeah. Like, there's a way to do it, and they did have oxygen attached to them, so yeah, they, they they you know there's no real struggle there. And it's an aquarium. There's no current. There's no right. waves. There's no right. just uh, disturbance. Um, you don't want to do that in an ocean. Yeah, yeah, that would be very very dangerous. I mean, this is. I thought it rounded out a Halloween episode. I was like, it's a story that's been sitting in my backpack for a little bit. And I was like, you know, if you're going to talk about costume people, I'm going to talk about costume people, people having fun. It's fine. It's all good. Well, Jamie, is that the Halloween episode? Yeah, I think so. All right. All right, guys. Tell them, tell them where they can find us. Folks, we have new clips out every week. Fridays are the full episodes. Like and subscribe to us on YouTube, Twitter, or wherever you listen to podcasts. And with that, ha 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 ha, spooky. That's lame. Halloween. You gotta do a much better one. A much better. I, you ha just pretend you're a mermaid, Antoine. Explore yourself. <laughs> I'm splashing around. The listener can't see. I'm like, I'm bound up, up and I'm just splashing around. Splish, splash. I'm a dick in the bath. I'm a merman. <laughs> you said that's sassy. <laughs> Retraction! Oh!